from the Mercy One Studio. Support for Faith on Trial and Iowa Catholic Radio provided in part by Imogene Ingredients. Our freedom of conscience and religion is being challenged by laws and regulations imposed by secular society. It's time to hear from the top Christian litigators in the nation who have come forward to tell us the truth and help us defend our faith. Hear ye, hear ye. All rise. Faith on Trial with Defender of the Faith, Deacon Mike Mano is in session. And good Thursday morning from our virtual Mercy One studios in West Des Moines. Gina and I are coming to you again uh, this week via Skype, so we'll try and keep any technical difficulties to a minimum. Good morning, Gina. How are you? Good morning. So far, so good. Okay. I think we have an interesting show today. We're going to be talking about uh, things that are trying to uh, infect our children. Exactly. (laughs) And uh, it's going to be something worth listening to, although I'm sure that the people that uh, are listening are not necessarily going to be very happy uh, with what it is that we're talking about. Um, And go ahead. Well, honestly, I'm really aware of um, a lot of attacks on our children, especially in their faith lives by our secular world. Um, But this is an interesting guest that we have today because I hadn't heard about some of these kinds of direct satanic attacks. Right. Right, and and it's coming through a lot of mainstream media. Uh, it's coming in um, in stores, uh, books that they can buy. Uh, I guess there's a book out on 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 demonic spells uh, that can be purchased. Um, but we'll talk to John about that. He's got a book out, by the way, called Return to Order, and we'll we'll talk about the whole Return to Order thing uh, when we get him on the line. Uh, that may be something, Gina, that we might want to. Uh, put together for a whole program sometime is just that return to order stuff. I have to tell you, I thought that book looked like it was interesting. I agree with you wholeheartedly. For a future show, listeners, we'll I, bring you I that. think so. And the, and the book is free. And yes, the book is free. Right. You can get the book free. And I've got a copy of it right here. And when we get to them, we'll hold it up in front of the microphone so that everybody out there can see what it looks like if you look oh, at your radio at the right time. <laughs> All right. Do you have a prayer to open us up with today? I do. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of peace, bring your peace to our violent world. Peace in the hearts of all men and women and peace among the nations of this earth. Turn to your way of love those whose hearts and minds are consumed with hatred. Strengthen us in hope and give us the wisdom and courage to work tirelessly for a world where true peace and love reign among the nations and in the hearts of all. Amen. And we certainly want to keep in our prayers all those people who are uh, victims of the uh, coronavirus uh, that are suffering either in hospitals or in uh, some of them at home. Uh, And of course, all of our first responders, the nurses, the doctors, the uh, medical technicians, all those people who are assisting uh, with them and their recovery. One of the things that uh, I am concerned about, though, as we look at the virus, is that uh, uh, we uh, uh, have so many people now, <clears throat> excuse me, so many people that are out of work, that are losing businesses. Uh, I think uh, uh, the governor and the president have a big job on their hands trying to balance those things out so we can get back to work and yet still protect people protect people's health exactly i think um it's been a very good lesson in um the definition of leadership i think Mm -hmm. 
especially mm-hmm. when so many things are unknown and balancing having the the balance of people's lives in your hands um, really really defines a leader at this point. I think so, and I think uh, uh, our governor is doing a very good job at this right now. I think she's uh, uh, been very um, um, conscious about what she is doing and hasn't uh, 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 painted with an overly broad brush in her dealing with it. Um, as a citizen of the state, I have to say the daily um, updates are, whether I like the information or not, I have to say having um, the governor in front of us giving her uh, perspective of what she's dealing with on that particular day on our behalf and for our benefit is uh, completely reassuring and helpful. Because there's just too I mean, you sit in your house and you just don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm hearing of uh, people that are, are are telling me that their favorite restaurant is closing. Um, they're not going to reopen, and you worry about those people who put all their time and effort and and their family fortune into establishing a business, and now they're watching it uh, kind of get flushed down the drain right now. And uh, and then all the people that uh, that work for them, uh, they're losing their jobs. And, uh, and it's too bad because we had such a good economy uh, before we, uh, we got into this. Well, it's, uh, if nothing, a lesson that um, all things can be made good again through God. I think so. I think so. And I think it's uh, very important now that we do that, that we turn to God. And remember, and I've mentioned this before, our Adoration Chapel at St. Augustine is open, and anybody who wants to draw near to God can, obviously you don't have to go to the, uh, the chapel to do it. You can sit at home and say your rosary or whatever, but it does make a nice break for people that can't get out, uh, can't go anywhere, that maybe you can go over there uh, and sit in the presence of, uh, of Jesus and, um, and, and talk to him yourself right one-on-one. All right, it's about time we take a break right now. When we come back, we're going to have with us uh, John Horvat, who is the Vice President of the American Society for the Defense of Tradition, Family, and Property. You're listening to Faith on Trial on Iowa Catholic Radio. Impoverished children break everyone's heart, but poverty seems like such a big problem. What can one person do to make a difference? For 17 years, Blessman International's passion has been to connect the resources of our donors with sustainable programs that impact the lives of impoverished children in South Africa. Our donors are feeding thousands of hungry children every week, providing basic water and sanitation for impoverished communities, and sharing the love of God in practical ways every day. Go to www.blessmaninternational.org and make your donation to Nearly 64% of all abortions in Iowa are chemical, or more commonly known, the abortion pill. At Intervisions Healthcare, we do not provide the abortion pill, but we do provide the medical information required to make an informed decision. If a woman regrets taking the first pill, she can come to Intervisions to help reverse the effects. Our nursing staff is trained in the abortion pill reversal protocol, a relatively new medical procedure, but we need your help in getting the word out. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support the mission, visit IVHcare.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know 
Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at bigredq-demoin.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. And we're back. We uh, should have on the line with us uh, John Horvath from the American Society for the Defense of Tradition, Family, and Property. Um, do we have John? Yes, I'm or here. Did our com- <laughs> oh, very good. I, I was afraid our communication was breaking down uh, a little bit here. We're uh, Gina, my co-host, and I are um, uh, via Skype, so sometimes okay. we have a lag in, in our communication here a little bit. But it's nice to have you with us. Uh, and before we start, why don't you tell us just a little bit about uh, the uh, uh, defense of uh, tradition, family, and property. What is that society? Okay, we're a, a civic organization of Catholic inspiration, and we defend tradition, family, property through books, publications, activism, student campaigns, uh, educational work uh, throughout the United States. We've been in existence for about 40 years, and uh, we have offices throughout the country. All right, and before you, we go, I want to talk to you a little bit about your book and, and find out how uh, people can get returned to order. Uh, right. But I want to start off with uh, uh, some of the campaigns that you've been involved in and petition drives uh, dealing with Satanism and especially how it is directed at our younger children and teenagers. Right. Uh, we have been very much um, involved in that because uh, we feel that it is, uh, the, the Satanists are trying to mainstream themselves into our culture. And so they're entering into um, movies, books, uh, actual temples themselves, uh, very sat- even you know very satanic ceremonies and uh, uh, after-school clubs for children and th- those kind of things. So they're trying to make uh, Satanism just an- another religion, as so to speak. Even they have been recognized by the by the uh, Internal Revenue Service as that. So 
uh, we feel it's very important that we, we, we keep ahead of the curve because that's where things are heading. Wow. Now, uh, talk to us about some of the particulars. I know there was a book out that came out not long ago about casting spells. Right. Um, there was, especially with the, um, with the, the victory of President Trump in, 19, in 2019, 2016. 16. Uh, yeah, 16. Uh, there, there was a lot of satanic we're, activism. We're both political on this side, uh, Gina and I, so yeah. we can probably right. give you a lot of dates and candidates. Right, we know. <laughs> we're Iowans. We're, we're, we're connected to our politics. They all come here first. So okay, ahead, well, that's great. <laughs> Well, this is uh, what happened. I mean, in, in, uh, after, the, after the victory, the witches were very active, and they were casting spells. They were something like 13,000 witches uh, had what they called binding, asking the dark powers to bind the president's action after the inauguration. And, after the, and, and as, uh, also, as a result, there have been a lot of books about mixing politics and magic, you know, magic for the... For the resistance, rituals, spells for change. Another book was called uh, Witchcraft Activism: A Toolkit for a Magical Resistance. So these are pretty, pretty powerful, pretty powerful things. If you believe in the devil, which I do, and I think is is very is is very very dangerous to de- to dabble in these things. Uh, it's out there, it's, and it's uh, you know there there are people, a lot of people involved trying to mix magic with politics. And magic is so very attractive to um, young people, for sure, especially this uh, our emerging generation who was raised on the Harry Potter series right. and the, yeah. all the magic and Wickham stuff associated with those stories. Right, you, and, uh, you know, I, I yeah. think it's also there is a there is a void there of religion from the point of view of our own our own church, you know, that uh, is is not being fit, being filled, and. Uh, you know, nature hates a vacuum. It's uh, it's going to be filled some way, and 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 it's out there in the culture that they're immersed in. So they it is a, it is a temptation for young people. Tell us about this program that uh, may or may not be canceled. <laughs> Good omens. Oh, <laughs> Good omens. Yes, uh, we did a protest against that uh, last last June. Uh, it's it is put out by Amazon. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I I I, I approved the the uh, protest and the person who who uh, wrote it up said it was from Netflix, and as a result, uh, uh, the uh, the media just got just went on just went on an, on a, a rampage, you know, saying how stupid we looked, how this is crazy. I, I was getting uh, telephone calls from the New York Times of I think Forbes. Uh, uh, just all the really big mainstream people were saying, you know, how can you be so foolish as to mix up, you know, Netflix and Amazon? And so, you know, our 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 petition was, you know, completely crazy, completely uh, off off key, off off completely gone. So it was a it was it was a humiliating point. I mean, I admit my errors, and we you know we did we did rectify it. But just recently, I just found out that you know they. That uh, Amazon has really wants to repeat to have a second season of this on this um, of uh, of Good Omens, and that, so and they have. What's the show about? For oh, those of that's uh, a good point to say. Our listeners that don't know, 
it's a very, uh, it treats the devil and the angels as sort of uh, in a comical way. And so it, um, it's a, the two, a devil and an angel uh, represented by actors uh, get together and they say, well, we're so comfortable with the modern day world, we really don't want to bring about the apocalypse. We don't want the Antichrist to come. And so they mix up a lot of religious imagery and, and narrative into their, this comic series. And in the, in the process, you know, really uh, make fun of the Catholic Church, uh, nuns, and uh, it's just really very, very uh, blasphemous and uh, very uh, irreverent towards the, the Church. So that was now, the It sounds like I'm that may be uh, aimed or directed at younger viewers. Uh, yeah, it was a very popular series, and I, I, I know that, I, I think, but I think a lot of, it was pretty popular among all sorts of people, from what I gather. Uh, you know, it's just one of these sort of com- comedies oh, to, looks to like undermine it. the church, is to laugh at the church. That's the first step before you go into more worse things. Um, I saw it advertised on my Amazon Prime. I never did click on it, right. just, you know, any further. But it was—I mean, it was pretty prominently advertised. Right? No, it was—it was wildly successful, and uh, you know, it, and our protest was, you know, saying, "Well, we've, we're protesting. Uh, we didn't expect too much." But just recently, there was a um, an article that said that. They want. They wanted to do a second season. They offered the author to do a second season, and really, pretty much gave him a blank check if he would. And he said he didn't want to. And then it also, they mentioned a petition and our petition, saying how this was something that really put some cold water on it. And so I think we, our our petition did have an effect. Whether it stopped it or whether the author really didn't really want to go do it, I I don't know. But I I do, I do think it had a, a major effect. Protest work. Well, I'm glad it had an impact. Um, but it, does it feel a little bit of like a whack-a-mole, what you do with these petitions <laughs> and other coverings? No, uh, because what you do is when you do bring up these cases and, you, and you're very persistent and you keep going and, and you know, go uh, wherever you see them appear, uh, it creates an atmosphere, a climate, a, cl- a cultural climate, whereby the other side... Uh, forces itself to self-censor, that they say, well, wait a minute, there's going to be a reaction. Let's hide it. Let's do this. Let's do that. And, and, and pretty soon it creates, a, it creates an atmosphere that uh, really um, uh, is harmful to their efforts. Um, we've seen this happen in many cases where you know, they've opened a temple. The Church of Satan opens a temple in a place, and we've protested, and later on it closes down. So, you know, people become aware of it, and uh, it, I think it has it has, a, has an impact. So, so the efforts of uh, the Christian community are still alive and well and forceful. Yeah, if you, we need to be we need to be alive and well. We need to be out there, and I think it's very very important not to not to get discouraged and to to be well aware of you know the the strength that we have, not only our physical strength, our physical presence, but above all the spiritual. Um, presence of God and God helping our efforts and uh, undermining the efforts of, of, of Satanists. Now, you also had a campaign against some of the things that Walmart was carrying. Right, yeah. Uh, Walmart carries on its online calendar certain satanic things. Uh, that's a little harder. We're still 
we're still, uh, you know, uh, going at it and uh, pecking away at it. And, uh, you know, we do see some signs, but we haven't yet succeeded in getting everything taken off. And these would be uh, Ouija boards, um, kind of uh, satanic symbols of sorts. You know, it's it's a, a niche market that they carry on their online calendar that uh, they shouldn't, and uh, especially since they do, uh, you know, get most of their audience is not Satanist, and and it is very much offended by it. They have jewelry with pentagrams and things like that, right. don't they? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So um, these are things that are out in the culture that you know we need to always be on the lookout for and protest when we can. Mm-hmm. Um, besides protesting, what would you recommend for parents that, uh, you know, their kids are home now, they're streaming all day long. Um, how do we protect our children from some of the media and um, objects that are appealing to them because of their satanic um, curiosity? Yeah, I, you need to be very vigilant in what, you, what they watch and what they see. Uh, I'm very much impressed, and I'm even under, I myself have put myself under this, is, is you know, these uh, parental guidance uh, programs, uh, computer programs that that block these things. They can be pretty effective. You know, they can all of a sudden say, well, we're not letting you look at this because it has Satanist, Satanism, pornography, uh, sexual content. Uh, that, those are pretty pretty helpful uh, helpful tools that you you can't always be watching, but these tools do probably get 90 to 95% of, uh, you know, what, what might be might come across the screen. You mentioned pornography. I think that's another thing that's uh, kind of aimed at uh, um, a lot of our young people today, uh, young impressionable people, uh, right. and I know that uh, you've uh, dealt with that as well. Right, yeah, oh, no, you def- definitely, and, you know, there is sort of a connection between it all, you know, the <laughs> Satanism, pornography, abortion, homosexuality, all, all these things. Uh, all these agendas that are out there that are really pushing people towards sin and toward toward the devil they they do come together i mean it's not uh not all pornography is satanic but definitely there is there is a lot of overlap so we have to uh you know we do have to be on the lookout for those those things and before we go i want you to talk a little bit about um the book uh return to order uh, what it's about, and how people can get their free copy. Okay, uh, the book, Re- Return to Order, is a, it's a book that helps people understand better where we went wrong in our culture and in our economy, and where we need to go from a Catholic perspective. The Catholic Church has a lot to offer, you know, even from the point of view of economy, about how society should be organized and how, how our, our moral values should enter into culture and, and economy. So it's it's a book that deals with these and how, things. And how do we get a copy? You can get it from www.returntoorder.org. That's the uh, website. If you okay. go to that website, you'll see there the free offer for the um, for the book. Very good. We're going to have you back and talk uh, in depth about that book uh, one of these days. We certainly appreciate your time today, and uh, thank you for joining us. And we will definitely want to have you back. Well, it sounds good. It's great. Always great being on Catholic John Radio. Hor- I enjoy it. Good. good. Thank you. John Horvath, Vice President of the Society for the Defense of Tradition, Family, and Property, and the author of the book, Return to Order. We'll be back in a couple minutes. You're listening to Faith on Trial on Iowa Catholic Radio. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know... 
Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Nearly 64% of all abortions in Iowa are chemical, or more commonly known, the abortion pill. At Intervisions Healthcare, we do not provide the abortion pill, but we do provide the medical information required to make an informed decision. If a woman regrets taking the first pill, she can come to Intervisions to help reverse the effects. Our nursing staff is trained in the abortion pill reversal protocol, a relatively new medical procedure, but we need your help in getting the word out. For more information on the free medical services at Intervisions Healthcare or to support the mission, visit IVHcare.org. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des DesMoines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Here's your forecast on Iowa Catholic Radio. We'll be getting fair conditions for this afternoon and our temperature in the low 70s. A cold front and low pressure moving through tonight, so we could get a few showers and dropping down to 50. That low pressure system will be moving through tomorrow as well, and some showers and thunderstorms are possible, low 60s. The weather is brought to you by Divine Treasures, a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community for over 25 years. I'm meteorologist Steve Hamilton on Iowa Catholic Radio. And we are back. We have uh, with us Arthur Shaper, who is the Communications Director for Mass Resistance. Arthur, how are you this morning? Yes, uh, my name is, last name is Shopper. Yes. Shopper, I'm sorry. That's fine. No, okay, so I'm doing very well this morning, and... uh, I will remember that. (laughs) <laughs> no problem. So things are going things are going very well for my organization, uh, Mass Resistance. I'm their uh, organization director. I help to form the chapters. Mm-hmm. I help to, to to direct the individuals who contact us and whom we want to work with in in the several states as well as around the world to fight this perverse 
LGBT agenda. Yes, things are good. All right, I I I put something on our blog, and we have a we have a blog that's different from our Facebook page. Uh, but it was the story of how uh, mass resistance uh, approached the pending. Um, uh, new change in the school curriculum in the state of Washington as it relates to sexual education and how you defeated that. That was a long and involved story, and we certainly appreciated it. But for those who have not heard the story or read the story, uh, what was it that uh, the state of Washington was uh, proposing for our children? And is it limited to just uh, Washington, or is this going on across the country? Okay, so th- this is a segue. Um, you know, it's a little, I mean, last year we had a number of parents who were working with us in the state of Washington on a number of metrics. They wanted to fight against drag queen story hours, which were successful, and they wanted to take on Senate Bill 5395. And uh, that was the perverse sex ed curriculum that wanted to teach everything about homosexuality, transgenderism, and other sexual perversions to masquerade them as normal and just different forms of existence, but it's all beautiful because diversity is the only, um, the only strength that matters. Uh, so last year, uh, we worked with a number of people who confronted lawmakers in person. Um, interestingly enough, we have uh, one of the, one of the um, sponsors of the bill is also a city council or school board member in Federal Way, Washington. And so a number of our contacts confronted confronted that lawmaker in public at the uh, school board meeting. We had, um, we had people who, you know, networked and organized with thousands of others and descended upon the front steps of the state legislature, and they were successful. Um, you know, I am, you know, this is going to be only, the only downside I have to share, however, that a lot of the pro-family people that reached out to us and wanted to work with us didn't understand and didn't pick up the fundamental principles that mass resistance operates on. We are a confrontational, confrontational, in-your-face, pro-family, anti-LGBT, um, you know, political group. You have to keep up the pressure. And so, sadly, what happened um, this year, um, leading up to um, Governor Inslee, he ended up signing the bill because then they, they put it through the legislature a second time. They didn't, they didn't follow our path the first time, or, you know, the first time around, we told people, go after the chairman of the Go after the chairman of the House Education Committee. Uh, make it very clear you don't want this. She was in a town hall. Her name was uh, last name was Santos, and she ended up, you know, not moving the bill forward because you know she hid behind the excuse of oh it hasn't gotten enough vetting, it hasn't gotten enough attention. The truth is that mass resistance was directing people go after the chairman, go after Democrats, and get this bill stopped. We don't care what political party they are. We know that you make people feel the heat, and they see the light. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the pro-family um, people that were working with us initially decided that they wanted to try to pass a compromise um, bill. Republicans floated their own comprehensive sex ed bill, which they, which was basically a watered-down version, but pretty much the same thing. It was perverse. It teaches transgenderism and homosexuality as just different forms of sexual expression. We told some of the activists who were pushing this, this is not the way to go. You shouldn't be teaching perversion of any kind to kids in schools. Honestly, we ought to consider what Poland is doing right now. They're going to criminalize sexual education, essentially, not permitting it. Um, You know, this is stuff that shouldn't, you know, if teachers are promoting stuff that is sexually perverse, aberrant, abhorrent, immoral, 
they can be they can be um, sent to jail. And honestly, this agenda is so pernicious and destructive. That kind of a discussion needs to be had in this country. Um, kids should not be sure. talking one, about. One thing well, I, I want to point out: it seemed to me that in the uh, uh, Washington school case. Uh, one of the people, I think it was the state senator you referred to, was also on a board of education, and you right. put enough pressure on, on her that she resigned, I think right in the middle of a school board meeting. So that's what happened then, yes. We were able to, that was our success in 2019. Um, I, you know, it's, it's not the, one of the things also for mass resistance is we're not afraid to assess situations when they don't go the way we want them to. Uh, you know, we, we mm-hmm. talk about what we face. Um, you know, fighting the left is hard enough, but we find also that some of these other pro-family groups don't want to fight at all, or they want to compromise, or they don't want to stress what works. So let you know. So that's one thing that was a problem. But let me give your audience great news. In California, where I live, we bombarded another school board, Downey Unified School District, so much. Our efforts went all over the country. People in Florida were reading about what we did. And they were so effective that the school board relented and said, okay, we're going to put together a new school board, a new, a new sex ed curriculum. But we're not done yet. Um, in spite of the COVID-19 lockdowns, which have pretty much shut out public presentations at um, school board meetings, um, we're still demanding not just a new curriculum, but parents must be involved at the outset. They, well, they want to have a curriculum committee without parents. And that was the same mistake they made the last time. School boards do this on purpose. They get a couple of eggheads, experts, then they get some teachers and staffers, and they say, look, we've got a lot of great people. They put the curriculum together, and then they say, we'll just present it to the public, and they can accept it, reject it, or give us um, some feedback. Most parents don't have the first idea how to approach a massive amount of information being shoved at them. This whole curriculum committee process is basically designed to minimize or frustrate parental involvement and investment. We're fighting back against that. We're helping the parents to take back control of the education for their children and to remind school boards. They work for children. They work for the parents. They are not supposed to be perverting our children. They need to be looking for every loophole possible and, if necessary, file lawsuits against the the very states which want to implement or impose these perverse sex ed curricular programs. We're not even done there. Even though there's this supposedly coronavirus, there's this lockdown, which is shutting down a lot of um, interaction among parents, children, activists, and many of the schools are being shut down because of it. In California, all the schools are closed for the end of the year, for the rest of the year. Um, mass resistance isn't stopping. Yeah, same here filing, in Iowa. Uh, uh, we are filing uh, Freedom of Information Act requests in in school districts. We're getting a lot of information about what libraries are doing, how they're promoting this LGBT agenda to kids in the students' libraries. We are finding out whether school districts are implementing other pro-LGBT curricula or programs like safe zones or welcoming schools. Um, We're going to have a report coming out very soon about one very perverted uh, librarian in in an elementary school. I mean, it's just shocking. And this isn't in California. It's in Texas. You'd think Texas, one of the reddest states in the union, would not be allowing any kind of LGBT filth to be pushed or imposed or presented to children. 
but it's happening even there, and we're going to be exposing it. So, you know, we had a great victory in Washington State last year, but it's kind of like we're going to be doing a report also on what happened in Washington State this year. We have a handful of committed activists who continue to stick with our way of doing things. Mass resistance is in your face, no compromise. We call out this agenda for what it is. Homosexuality is a perversion. Transgenderism is a mental disorder. These should not be promoted. They should be diminished and discouraged at all costs to our children. And, and, and there's no compromising this. It's not enough to talk about, you know, protecting religious liberty. You have to point out that this is an unhealthy, unhealthful, destructive agenda, which has no business being around our kids, no business being in our schools. And, I, I mean, it's just shocking how the, the whole... LGBT lobby, they are, it's almost like they recruit gay teachers, um, LGBT activists to get into the public school system to just to push this agenda, all while pretending to be teachers who are just teaching reading, writing, and arithmetic. It's pretty shocking stuff, and we, we want to, we need to wake people up to start not just confronting their school districts, but taking them back. And that's what we're doing. Arthur, how prevalent is this across the country? Uh, I mean, too much, to put it mildly. I mean, in Massachusetts, for example, the sex ed curriculum was so horrific. Um, our president, I mean, took, took this very seriously. He, could, he accompanied a parent um, to confront the principal, and he documents how principals and other administrators, um, they use a whole bunch of tricks and tactics to shame, intimidate, or distract parents who want to confront them about, what is my kid learning in school? And Brian, um, you know, it... It's something we, we, we've, we've had a number of parents who adopt and take on our, our, our um, approach, and they get it. You, you don't make nice with the principals. You don't make nice with the administrators. They work for us. We don't work for them. And they have a responsibility to care for our children. We see this happening in Massachusetts. We see this happening in Texas, California, Arizona. Pretty much, you know, even in the most conservative of states, the fact is that I can't even call them public schools because they go to great lengths to hide what they're doing from the public. These government schools essentially are filled with social justice warriors within the teachers' unions, within the administrative unions. It is very difficult to find teachers and administrators who will, who are conservative, who are pro-family, who are anti-LGBT, and want to do what's best for kids. Don't get me wrong. We've had teachers and administrators reach out to us for help, and hopefully... You know, you know, from this interview that I'm doing with you and the and the further reports we're going to share, more teachers will feel the courage to come out to us, so to speak, and say, you know, I'm so tired of this LGBT stuff being shoved on my students. I don't know how to fight this, and we give them the equipment and the resources to do so. Um, I mentioned what's happening in Downey, in Anaheim Unified, and in an elementary school. In elementary school, they were teaching kids about Harvey Milk. They wanted to have a Harvey Milk Day, but when there was enough uproar, they um, rescinded it. But the, oh, the, I, did a, I did a Freedom of Information Act request on Anaheim Elementary, and the rhetoric and the attitude of the principal and the LGBT uh, lobbyists is just so disgusting, the arrogance they had. Well, I guess our community isn't as open-minded as we thought they were. We'll have to do this another time, as if it was some, there's something wrong with the parents as if there's something wrong with the children. No, there's something wrong with anybody who thinks promoting a pervert, pedophile, pederast like Harvey Milk is something acceptable. And this is the kind of outrage we're taking. I can't give too many details, but um, we're going to be exposing a, an elementary school librarian who 
he's a librarian by day, but he's an openly gay, uh, bond, you know, bondage, dominant, sadomasochist uh, performer at night. <laughs> These people are around our children? No, yeah, well, no. That's unbelievable. Yeah, so, I, I know. And God bless the great state of Iowa. A big shout out to Paul Doerr. He's our Iowa mass resistance contact. Paul Doerr, God bless him. He took those filthy books at the Orange City Library and burned them. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're very much behind him, and he's a big supporter of ours, too. You know, this kind of outrage needs to become more manifest. I don't, I don't want to see anybody's natural rights um, violated, but people in the state of Iowa, and, I mean, you're telling me where else is this happening? It's happening in Iowa. Uh, De- the, uh, I think it's the Ames, Iowa, or the Des Moines, Iowa Library is just a cesspool of drag queen filth. It's just shocking. Um, I know this interview was supposed to initially be about what's happening with the sex ed curriculum, but a lot of it ties together. So, I, I mean, we're well, it's about what's agenda. happening to our children. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and it's just time for people to say, you know, it's time to be, it, that it's okay to be uncivil to protect our civilization. And this LGBT agenda is, is just chipping at the, the foundations of it. I mean, think about this. Even Joseph Stalin and Chairman Mao didn't declare war on gender. Male and female still existed in those communistic regimes. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm so glad that the Soviet Union is gone, and I can't wait for communist China to collapse. But I, just to show how evil it is, that male and female are being attacked so rigidly, so, um, you know, just so brazenly. We, we cannot, cannot slumber in the face of this, we need to be outraged about this and say, no, you're not doing that to my children. No, you're not doing this in my country. No, you're not going to do this to our culture and to our future. And mass resistance understands this. We have a vehement outrage about this, and we fight to win. Well, and sadly, it, this the kind of um, focus uh, objectifies uh, the human body. And um, then we have a less respect for each other. I, there's nothing better than a healthy sex education course in the schools that teaches the kids about hu- healthy human sexuality, emotional relations, responsibilities of the human race and uh, relationships to each other. Um, does mass resistance have any recommendations for parents who are involved in the curriculum in their schools for oh, a healthy excellent. curriculum? Okay, you know, a curriculum should be should be stressing abstinence or marriage. And in fact, mass resistance we're we're discussing right now. We've gotten some templates. We we're we're thinking about trying to put together our own curriculum as well um, that we can give to parents like a comprehensive option that can be presented to school boards. Uh, you know, uh, there's some, you know this is something. It's not original with me. There's a there's a, a, a there's a wonderful pastor. Uh, well, he's definitely a professor, Christopher Ewan. He was a former homosexual himself. He talks about something called holy sexuality. But really, any kind of sex education, besides going from the anatomy and the and the human development, really it should be abstinence. You know, celibacy or or marriage. I mean, those are the healthy and proper expressions of sexual. Um, sexual behavior. Anything else is emotionally destructive. It's physically harmful. And, you know, you don't have to use the word holy, but wholesome, uh, you know, could be the word that's used as well. We have to restore to that. I mean, and I mentioned Paul Doerr a second time. 
he has even um, suggested sex ed shouldn't be taught at all in the public schools. And uh, I'm beginning to lean, you know, I, I, I may have to disagree with the notion, you know, a proper sex ed program is the way to go. I mean, there's a lot to, there's a, there's room for um, debate or discussion about this, but if there's a sex ed curriculum, it should be, you know, abstain from sex until you marry, uh, right. you know, it, you know, and these are the consequences if you don't. And this is the other shock, shocking thing. Sorry to divert a little bit. Many of the current sex ed programs, positive Go ahead. We want to hear your honest opinion. So uh, <laughs> don't don't soften it any for us, Arthur. Just <laughs> come right out. Oh, and absolutely. Say <laughs> Thank you so much. I mean, Teen Talk, and which 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 is what Downey had 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 appropriated or, or had um, taken on. And then there's Positive Prevention Plus. It, it's just shocking to me. It, it is just the. It, it's just a never-ending mixed message. They keep talking about the different forms of sexual contact that uh, males and females can have with one another, and then they say, "But abstinence is the best thing." And yet they're presenting all the different ways to have sexual intercourse or to be engaged with others sexually. I mean, it's it's. And I will go so far as to say it's not a mixed message. It's a covert agenda to sexualize minors to get them sexually active. And part of the proof of this, uh, Teen Talk, much of it, much of the basis and the uh, promotion of it is by Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood wants a whole bunch of unintended pregnancies, so more, more minors are going to go to the clinics and get abortions. They want, it, it, it is a perverse, baby-butchering bureaucracy that wants to keep bringing in the blood money. And so they, they push these perverse agendas to teach kids to have indiscriminate sex, to uh, under... Um, to devalue and diminish the value of their bodies, and to uh, promote abortion. I mean, these things are taught to kids, and, and of course, planned, I call them planned murderhood. They're moving into promoting the LGBT agenda at length, promoting, you know, abortion and, um, you know, and condom use and other so-called contraceptives as a means of stemming the spread of venereal disease, when the truth is, we had a parent in Downey, California, a nurse, who um, explained at length, you know, like, you know, wearing a condom, engaging in anal sex, sorry for the explicit um, terms, but this is what we're dealing with. The curriculum teaches people that, or teaches the kids that these are safe alternatives for sexual expression. No, they're not. There is still rampant spread of disease. There is still um, emotional, mental, as well as physical problems that ensue when children or even even adults are engaging in sexually perverse acts, destructive behaviors that undermine the body, that don't follow godly, well-established norms. So, the, I, the, Go ahead, Gina. My take on this is that the, these instructors or teachers are, are very poorly educated in their own, um, in, in the harmfulness of a lot of the stuff that they're teaching. Uh, does it go back to their training in college? Do they have, are there curriculums at a college level that when they're training teachers to teach this subject matter, it's um, indoctrinating them with this material? Because this is obviously, they're not talking about all the harms of these abhorrent uh, sex acts. Well, see, I can speak to that, too, from experience. I mean, I, I had received a cre- teaching credential at Cal State Long Beach. And uh, in order, part of getting your preliminary credential is you, teachers, teachers in training have to take a health class. And it's like all kinds of, of sexually aberrant behaviors are taught. I mean, I, I remember in my class, uh, in the course that I took, the teacher was, was hostile to religion, hostile to faith. He mocked people 
who had um, who had views and beliefs that were grounded in you know biblical revelation as well as like biological sanctity, if I may be so bold. Uh, he brought um, he brought a guy in who said, you know, my son is gay and there's nothing wrong with it, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, he brought in he brought in a, another another guest speaker who made jokes about uh, people engaging in the hookup culture. Um, there were slides and, and lessons that taught about all the different words that kids can and do use to describe their genitalia. I mean, it, it was it was so shocking. I actually walked out of one of the classes and said, "I'm not listening to this garbage." Um, you know, Arthur, lessons. when when I was promoting uh, the program, I said this is going to be one that uh, our um, listeners are going to have to have a bottle of antacids for. I think yes. uh, you have <laughs> you have certainly delivered, and we're pretty much out of time right now. But I do want you, uh, if you can, to give us your contact information, your web page, yes. or whatever, so that people that want to get a hold of mass resistance can do so, and maybe through you then uh, get a hold of Mr. Doerr, who is in Iowa. So yes, uh, our website is massresistance.org, Mass Resistance. Um, you can contact our main office at 781-890-6001. We are on Eastern Standard Time. When we are one hour ahead of Iowans. I believe you guys are Central Time. We're uh, Central, right. So, absolutely. You can email me directly at arthur at massresistance.org. That's the best way to contact, him, contact me right now, and then I can start connecting people with Paul Doerr. Uh, we definitely want to get Iowa okay. Mass Resistance off the ground. Uh, Orange City is supposed to be one of the most conservative sections of the state, and if LGBT is going after the Dutch Reform community, um, you know how brazen they've become. Yeah. Well, Arthur, I want to thank you for being with us today. It's Shopper, is that right? Did I get it right this time? You got it. Thank you. Absolutely. Certainly. Arthur Shopper, Communications Director for Mass Resistance. Thank you, and we'll have you back again when we uh, want to have another antacid day. Oh, geez. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. <laughs> certainly, certainly. And uh, Gina and I will be right back after these messages. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. What is the best gift ever? Well, some might say a Catholic education, and I agree. But if you think you can't afford Catholic education, think again. Apply for CTO, and you could receive up to half your tuition for kindergarten through 12th grade. More information is online, ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Dowling Catholic Sports 365 is provided in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic with two licensed optometrists, Barbara Sheets, a Dowling Catholic graduate, and Dr. Todd Pedig. The Ashworth Vision Clinic team provides complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. Ashworth Vision Clinic is located at Ashworth and 60th Street in West Des Moines, 515-440-4610, online at ashworthvision.com. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at DesMoines-DentalAssociates.com. Doing what is challenging because it's right. That's Blackbird Investments. In 2013, Blackbird Investments was born from the inspiration of St. Kevin. When it comes to building real estate, they look for creative solutions by forming strategic alliances, creating energy-efficient buildings, and engaging with local craftsmen. At its core, Blackbird Investments believes in giving buildings a new life. BlackbirdInvest.com Blackbird Investments. Doing what is challenging because it's right. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. Well, we're back. You're listening to Faith on Trial on Iowa Catholic Radio. Uh, Gina, I think we delivered on our promise of an antacid program today. Yes. I, uh, I, I give them so much credit. They have such enthusiasm and such great skill at honing in on these problems as they pop up or emerge. But it's good for us all to know about what to keep an eye out for and to stay, atten- pen- stay attentive to. Um, and I'm glad to know that we have a backup plan. You know, you're not in it alone. Mass resistance is really helpful and really willing to guide you through um, squashing any of these abhorrent uh, programming issues. You know, they're straight fighters. Uh, a lot of the people that we have on the program uh, are lawyers and, and people that, uh, that deal with, uh, with uh, um, problems that we talk about. Uh, in a different fashion. They're more of the Marcus of Queensberry type, where these guys are alley fighters sometimes, and sometimes you need both, and sometimes you really need an alley fighter to get in there and to stand up and to make a, a, a statement and to push back, and unfortunately, we don't have enough of that, so uh, hopefully uh, uh, they'll keep going. Well, and as parents, you know, we're partners. Um, the school is uh, a partner with us, with our education, and primarily we're responsible for these um, kinds of educational uh, learning experiences for our children. So um, I know there's resources out there. I wish I had a whole list of them. Um, Theology of the Body definitely has some um, great resources to help our kids have a very healthy understanding of uh, the creation that we are and um, the, the um God's plan for us as uh, in the vocation of marriage and parenting. So um, I, I'm glad we've addressed this issue, and I hope that we can stay vigilant on the uh, programming that our kids are exposed to. Yeah, there, are, there are a lot of attacks out there on our children, from not only from Satan, but from uh, secular Satanists, I guess, in a way. All right, we're done. Uh, we're out of time anyway. Uh, let's close in a prayer. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host. 
by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. For Gina, Noah, and myself, thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of Faith on Trial on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our freedom of conscience and religion is being challenged by laws and regulations imposed by secular society. Faith on Trial with Defender of the Faith, Deacon Mike Mano. Faith on Trial, Thursdays at 10 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio, iowacatholicradio.com, and the Iowa Catholic Radio app.